sorry all of this is being recorded can we chat later please <laughs> oh i am complimenting you on how nice you're looking bloody hell yeah thanks yeah. i mean and i appreciate it but i'm just like really embarrassed by this red recording button that i can't <laughs> put aside of the screen so we chat later <laughs> Hello everyone this is Nikita and I have with me Sadgi like always welcome to Wild Tips uh even though we recorded this episode a year back clearly either we have been very lazy or really busy you can guess which one um this episode holds a lot of value irrespective of time because it still gives a lot of insight and information in the world of cinema and uh behind the scenes especially into the job profile of assistant direction and both our guests comes from the same department yet they have had very dif- uh, different journeys we have karuna dat and goy dat with us um karuna started as a 12th ad on gangs of wasapur to now being a creative producer in the industry while gori has been working on a indian project as well as uh, foreign projects that come to shoot in india let's hear more about their journey happens So I'm oh, very excited. I'm getting out of the house and going to know, another too, workstation. Lucky you. Lucky you. That's cool. Yeah, I'm very anxious about that part. I'm just uh, happy about the work desk part. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, there's nothing like like sitting with a bunch of people and working. Yeah. I mean, Zoom and all is really yeah. nice. It's made you know, it's it keeps the ball rolling, but. Yeah. there's just a different sense of camaraderie when you're like just sitting yeah. with people you know dis- discussing yeah that's that's yeah it's completely super so can you guys tell us uh, something more that you do say uh, like karuna is working as a creative producer right now so what does your job entail and what is it like on a day to day to day basis um so the thing is that um um uh a creative producer is uh, basically a liaison between uh, the director uh the entire production direction um um uh, teams as well as uh, if you are working um uh, uh you know with otts or or you know with a uh, uh, larger production heads so liaison between them um uh, not only a part of the logistical aspect of it but also the creative aspect of it uh so in uh in tandem with both uh sides of the coin as opposed to just being either purely creative or purely logistical is it like the natural uh progress like from you know you be a first ad and then usually people progress into being an executive producer and you are here as a creative producer so why not an executive and what's the difference between an associate uh producer or an executive producer versus a creative producer 
so the thing is that the roles are very blurred um uh, in my understanding honestly this is the first time that i am doing it as well uh, and uh, it depends from um it de- it depends from team to team uh, uh what a person can bring to the table uh, um uh, the thing is that um um uh, i have uh, always been uh, although i am logistically inclined uh, i uh, i also enjoy the creative process um uh, i i am not sure as an ep if i would be able to participate that much uh, creatively because that is not what the job would entail not to say that um executive producers are not creative or do not participate it's just purely uh, i mean these jobs are uh, i mean all of these uh, designations are there uh, to kind of um, streamline work uh, in a sense right so um 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 uh, i think uh, for me which is why uh, it seemed uh, uh, more uh, interesting to do um, uh, as opposed to doing an ep's post uh, so yeah yeah gauri would you like <laughs> gauri would you like to share what do you do as a second and first that you have started recently basically yeah i mean when you're an ad uh depending on the team depending on the director you're working with uh i've had very few experiences where we could get involved creatively so as an ed it's more you know breakdowns more paperwork more logistical more managing all the departments especially as a first ad like you know just getting things done in a nice way on time you know getting the director whatever he or she wants yeah uh basically it's it's that yeah i mean and definitely you can always make like creative suggestions and stuff like that there's always space for that but uh, yeah as an ad it's more just managerial work although there are ad's who uh, like i've worked with who like they just want to be first and they just want to be an ad they don't want to get into the creative part of it but i think i would definitely prefer uh being involved creatively much more than just being an ad yeah i i agree with gauri i mean it's it's very encouraging uh if you are working in a space uh where um uh you know um your opinions uh if not appreciated i mean at least you have an outlet to them uh, uh like she said like it's 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 good training to like suss things out for eventually when you want to make your own film um it's 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 a nice like bouncing board so i mean and you realize that eventually the process of filmmaking is also teamwork so it it kind yeah. of like hones those skills as well yeah i think that's also because we work in an industry like india maybe like this becomes a very big plus point because we are not still that streamlined in the ad department which is obviously it has its pros and cons but this could be one of the pros that we still right. get to have some creative inputs in the a chain of command um, as to how you can put your point across 
a lot of directors i know like to sit with their teams and hash things out or get feedback on scenes and things like that a lot of times it's routed through the first ad if the first ad is also handling uh, the creative space or the associate director i mean you know either through those channels um uh, so it actually kind of depends on the space but i would definitely say it's project to project i wouldn't say that it's across board uh because i do know of a lot of people who have not had that opportunity in those spaces i think oh yeah gori yeah i also feel like i mean from my experience because i've done uh international stuff also obviously over there there's like no there's no scope there's no scope yes. for anyone to give any kind of creative input so i have noticed this that uh, the stuff that i have done uh, here like with indian productions and all almost all of them the directors will definitely ask you for your ideas and you know your feedback and stuff like that so maybe for me that has been the difference like whenever i've done anything in bollywood it's uh, yeah. it's nicer that way because uh, you always get to give a creative input so that's always yeah it's fun Do you think you learn more uh, about the technical stuff in the Hollywood project than very like um, it's very focused on that bit, right? Your job becomes very. Uh, it on. depends on the kind of uh, project you're doing. Like if if the film has like major stunts and all that, so definitely the way they handle it is is like yeah. you can't compare. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, uh, what was the question? Half <laughs> <laughs> of the podcast is just going as high. Classic, <laughs> classic zone out. Like, uh, oh shit, yeah. Sorry, you're killing me. You're killing me. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually here for the comic relief, guys. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> They're gonna probably not want to be an idiot for hearing my answers, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it depends on the project. Like when I did Ghoul, that was the first project that I worked on. Uh, that had so much prosthetics. I had never worked on anything that had uh, so much prosthetics. So that way, that was like a huge learning thing. And then you do something like Tenet, where people are jumping off buildings and all that. So that technically is like completely, you know. So yeah, again, yeah. it depends. It depends on the project you're doing in the film. A uh, lot, but a lot of the foreign language stuff I've done has been like. it's been i mean yeah they they it's very different because even though technically you get adjusted to their way of working it's not like you can apply it here you know yeah. most of the stuff because there's a completely different system of the way things are done here so yeah. it's always that switch between um, when you're working is it very difficult to keep doing the switch <laughs> It was initially. Initially, whenever I would switch back to Bollywood, I would be like, oh, "Why is this so disorganized? Why is it so chaotic?" And that's one of the main things that Karuna and I used yeah. to argue on. And I used to be like, "I can't work like this," and she's like, "I can only work like this." <laughs> Honestly, I, think- I thrive on the chaos. Not to say that. Listen, you you know, not to say that there is zero organization yeah. in the uh, yeah. in the film industry. Uh, but within that, I feel like the chaos leaves a little, a lot more room for you to think. on the spot um and uh, uh, it, i i really like it i enjoy it i mean uh, i find <laughs> it's not the best situation to be in but uh, it's nice and yeah i mean she's right we we've, we've had a fair amount of yeah. discussions <laughs> on this versus that <laughs> but also it's getting better now i mean i don't think we've had an argument in a while <laughs> <You know why? laughs> 
I think ever since you know uh, the studios and stuff, it's it's getting much better. It's getting nice. Yeah, it's getting much better. I want to ask Gauri, Gauri, what do you what happens when you fuck up on like a Christopher Nolan Nolan set? <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily, I didn't uh, do anything like that to find out. <laughs> Thankfully, but. Uh, but if you're working with him you have to be prepared for anything for anything yeah. like he really i think um it's it's tough to work with him his ad team is as miserable as they are you have to i mean but i learned so much about how you know last minute if there's a demand and the demands are not small obviously on a nolan film they're like huge yeah. but they're so well prepared that even if it's a huge last minute demand they it's just there it's there it's ready like that's how organized they are cut <laughs> <laughs> this out but they also have the money yahan pe paisa pheko na sab log utta hi prepared hoenge yahan pe budget nahi hota yahan pe kidney bechna padega but uh, that guy is so prepared he 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 like he knows exactly what he's doing it's all in his head and if he said something like a month ago and then on you know you you feel like oh it's such a tiny thing you might get away with it but no he's going to remember so you <laughs> you have to like be prepared and uh, it, it was amazing i learned a lot uh yeah i mean i was on base so i didn't get to be on set as much as i would want but definitely we got a chance to see all the stunts and everything and uh, i got to hang out with robert pattinson for four days so <laughs> i was just happy <laughs> i was happy now that we are talking about this i want to ask you guys why and how did you both end up choosing direction what was the initial push that you guys chose direction as a department to work in and nothing else so um honestly the thing is that um uh being a part of the direction team uh gives you an overview uh to all departments um uh it's 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 honestly the only team that uh, will give you an introduction to all departments because um, as an ad uh, you maybe sometimes ha- you know uh, maybe uh, coordinating with the uh, production design team sometimes you may be uh, coordinating with the costume team sometimes you may be coordinating with the action team hair makeup uh, so i feel uh, it's it's the best place to start if you are unsure of what you want to do uh, eventually uh because at least you get an introduction to everything which is not uh, myopic uh it gives you a broad lined introduction to things and then you can figure out what you enjoyed more about the process and then decide to deviate if you want to if you don't want to make films or if you decide along the line that uh you know uh, doing costumes is something that gives you more joy then then but at least like through an ad you have learned that process because you learn how um uh, how heavily these departments also contribute to the process of making a film come to life yeah. um uh, you know so i think from that perspective it is it's the best way to start out if you are unsure for sure what's your viewpoint on the fact that how ad and direction are two different jobs in the end at the end of the day they are two different jobs so how do you separate the two you know okay so i i 
I would like to also say that uh, uh, more so in today's climate of filmmaking, uh, yeah. I would also like to say that even as a director, uh, you are not uh, purely responsible for just the creatives, although that yeah. is your primary responsibility. Uh, yeah. uh, you are also responsible to your producers. Um, um, you are responsible to your crew. Uh, you're responsible to all the departments. And uh, being an AD uh, uh, gives you the training to be able to juggle all those aspects when you yeah. are directing. Um, uh, I, I think that um, uh, if you had practice being an AD, uh, that definitely helps uh, wherein you are freer to focus on the creativity. Uh, but if something should come your way, um, um, like, like a logistical problem or something, you can think out of the box and think around it as well. Not to say that um, uh, uh, directors who've not been um, assistants don't do that. Of course they do. Uh, but for me, I feel that uh, that's what uh, being an AD has trained me. Uh, I mean, that's what I will take away when I am directing. Yeah. It's like a warm-up for you. It's yeah. a warm-up. It is, yeah. it is a warm-up. Definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, because uh, um, uh, the pressure of uh, uh, putting out work uh, uh, now is is uh, a lot. It's a lot. There is there is a lot riding on um, a show or uh, a, a film, and 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 I think that um, um, it is nice if uh, 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 you know you have. Uh, you know, you, you you are able to share that burden uh, with the entire crew and with the unit. So yeah. I, I think that that's what being an AD has definitely helped me. Like, I, I, I think that that's what I will take forward for sure. Yeah, because I think one of the primary things that a director is also supposed to do is be able to tell the team what to do. And yes. I think as a as an AD, it's a training for you also to tell. Yes. You start by saying, you know, you handle background action or you handle a certain yes. department. Then you yes. keep going on, you know, further up, further up. And then eventually the, you become a director and you're doing just that, but in a larger capacity. Yes. So, yeah, it's, a lot I, of, it's a lot of people management. And, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. and it's very, very different kinds of people that come together to make um uh you know one script come to life yeah. so <laughs> yeah you you your people skills have to be strong yeah. for sure for sure i mean yeah i mean from my experience definitely if if you've been an ad like i've worked with directors who've been ADs and not but uh it's it's always a huge huge advantage it's always better that you have seen the process uh you know, whether you've done it for a film or two or whether you've done it for a while, it definitely helps to know how things work. You know, like if, if there's an issue, how you're supposed to address it because uh, like even on a foreign film, I've worked with people who are first-time directors and it, it's it's a little, just a little tougher because sometimes when there's an issue, it's not always easy to get through to them yeah. uh, of how to deal with it. So if if someone's an AD it's, it's definitely an advantage like for sure for sure it's I think also very uh, this 
respect is also much higher for the teammates and you work as better as a team for directors yeah. who have been in ad that's the difference sure. that i have seen also that they work more like a team they have much more respect for the entire ad team otherwise they are very distant and they don't understand the kind of jobs that the direction department holds you know like yeah sometimes I have never had no. that experience so because I, I, I your word for it for sure yeah because I, I think everything that we talk about here is so like one instance out of maybe 10 you know yeah, absolutely like sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't yeah. some of us get very lucky with some situations some don't so yeah yeah it's good to talk about all of that <laughs> I guess Gauri, <laughs> because you have worked on a lot of international projects, what was your first gig like? At least, even if you started in India, what was your first gig and how did you end up getting it? Uh, so basically, I've, all the international projects I've done have been in India only, the crews that come over here to shoot. Uh, the first, uh, first thing I did was this French film. Uh, the translation of the title is Crush in Jaipur. And uh, I think it was my sister's birthday party or something like that, where someone met someone and said, okay, okay, no, we need a third AD. And... Do you remember, Karuna? <laughs> she does not clearly. I lost you guys there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, you look totally yeah. lost. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to finish what she's saying. Huh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I got, so then um, that person gave my number to the first AD and then I went in for an interview and stuff like that. So that's how I got it. And the entire shoot was in Jaipur and it was, it was mad. Okay. So we were expecting the French crew to be like all snooty and like there would be a language problem and they're going to be all latida. And they were like, they were like full on hungover on Bollywood, the director was a huge Deepika Parukon fan. It was the most fun I've ever had. I mean, it was the funnest project ever. <laughs> what about you, Karina? <laughs> uh, well, I landed my... Uh, I actually started working really late, uh, honestly speaking. Um, uh, I, I used to work in... Uh, uh, we were based out of Pune uh, uh, earlier. Uh, so I used to uh, teach dance. Um, so I used to work for this ballroom dancing. Uh, oh yeah, she's an amazing yeah. dancer. Like uh, so, uh, yeah, that- time, <laughs> I was still yeah. figuring out what I want to do with my life um, and things. And um, uh, uh, I had also sent out an email to. I, I sent out emails to a couple of directors saying that um, uh, you know I wanted to work with them, uh, but nobody was really doing anything at the time. Um, and uh, my father at that time uh, was collaborating with Andhra Kashyap uh, on something. Uh, so he introduced me to Andhra Kashyap um, when they had already started. Uh, I mean, they were like three days away from shoot on uh, that girl in yellow boots. 
um so i joined that project as ad number 12 i think what uh, <laughs> it was it was actually a very very small project yeah it's a very uh, low budget project yeah yeah it was a very very low uh, it was very small project uh, for or uh, 12 ads yes. and um, um uh, also keeping in mind uh, um uh, anurag sir shooting style and things like that i i think i went on two days of shoot uh uh because there was just no space in the locations to um uh hold that many people so obviously who's going to be cut from the list first it's ad number 12 for sure <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh but uh, at least that uh, got me an introduction to his team and uh, once shoot wrapped um uh, i would go and hang out uh, in the office at that time um and um, his office has always been very amazing uh, uh where it's 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 uh, uh, it's a it's a film school space so um uh, you know people who worked on projects uh, and have collaborated together get together um or uh, discuss books discuss films um or discuss upcoming projects in the industry um exchange ideas uh, um uh, so i was very fortunate that um uh, uh you know i could go and and do that and basically i was just biding my time for um, his next project to start and uh, eventually that turned out to be uh, gangs of wasipur um uh, yeah <laughs> and um uh, so that happened and uh, uh, i think i was one of the first few ads uh, to be placed in the team uh, so initially we were doing a lot of like breaking the script down and things like that eventually i was given um, the responsibility of uh, cast um, hemika bodro um so that's what i ended up doing uh, and it was a fab fab experience i i don't think i will um change that for anything it was just amazing uh, although i i wasn't on set at all uh, i think i probably must have uh, even in my proper official <laughs> film gone on set i think two days uh, uh, yeah two days only i i used to i, I was only on base uh because it was an ensemble cast uh we were sh- shooting both the films together uh so there was a lot of uh, time jumps um, in terms of hair makeup wardrobe uh we would average about uh, 150 200 juniors uh we were shooting in the interiors of up uh where people did not really understand so we were working with um i mean none of the juniors were like they weren't like uh, professional background art, uh, artists you know not like in bombay delhi calcutta now the way it yeah. is you literally production would go out to the villages and uh, you know speak As to the villagers and, yeah it, you know do you want to make a buck come we need we need crowd so it was it was literally like, an indie project yeah yeah it was it was so um, there was no there was no scope for me to be on set because even when i was on base there were costumes and all being stolen chappals being stolen oh. i used to be like a monitor around all the peties like like a little guard <laughs> i'm short okay so <laughs> i was quite a funny guard i would just be looking around making sure nobody stealing things nothing was out of place so yeah That was my first film experience. <laughs> I mean, to be on a set of Gangs of Wasipur, I'll be happy to even be on the base. <laughs> it was, it was, it was an 
uh, it was really it is it, it that one film taught me so much it taught me so much i learned i mean you know it's basic things where um i guess i don't know like i i have an interest for things like this like i learned how to make bullet marks in t-shirts i learned how they make what you call squibs which is for your blood spurts and things like that yeah. so i sat and i learned how the action team did that um uh, again uh, blessed with uh, a super team where um uh, you know people actually took the interest to teach you things so there would be times where in between shots and all um, uh, when uh, the associate would be scheduling and i would go and sit next to her and i would ask her questions uh, i mean i i was fairly new then so it was yeah. it was it was all like I, there was like so much to learn and um, yeah i was just i think i was like a little sponge i was just like enjoy it all in yeah um, do you guys miss that time Yeah. No. <laughs> you don't yeah. you don't get so much of the shitty jobs now. <laughs> Something I I don't miss. Like go to that yeah. street and stop those people yeah. from making noise and stop that dog from barking and what not. I, I used to love that. It used to give me a break from base. I would be like, "Oh, I will go to that street. Which street? Come to me. I am running." I hate it. I hate sound lockup. I just hate it. I don't know what's the weirdest thing that you've been cast in the background for. In background, I never offer that. anything. Other than I would whack you. I would whack you. Okay. <laughs> no, because I was I was a goat herd girl. Like I was herding goats in one uh, film in the background. I played and the goats were just like going all over the place. And I was like, this why I did not sign up for this. And the goats like by the end of the shot were just gone. And the poor goat herd in the end had to like run behind this goat. Which film was that? And this was the French film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, luckily for me, I've only been cast in one film, and my performance was so spectacular. Nobody's decided to cast me after that. <laughs> I was very, very happy to not be in front of the camera. I'm sure that would be gangs of Asapur because वहाँ पे तो चलते फिरते लोगों को उठा के cast कर रहे थे. हाँ मुझे ऐसे फिल्म भी तो उठाने वाला ही role मिल गया. Sadhvi, do you want to ask that next question? I think this is the perfect time for this. Which one? I think we've already covered that. <laughs> no, no. Are you chatting on the side or what? How do you all know what's going on? No. Okay. I'm really confused. There's a mental telepathy over here that's going on. That question, that one, that one. Because we made. एक्सपीरियंसरी whatever we can get our hands on right so it takes us about 2 to 3 years just to figure out salaries and payments and how does it work this is purely financial and economical question and did it help you gori to have karuna uh, during this time 
to be able to know what to expect and not what like not to expect in the beginning itself yeah for sure uh because yeah i mean sometimes you just don't know i mean especially in the beginning you're just like okay you know whatever but then you hear other people who are doing the exact same thing and getting paid more that can be very but also i think uh, i was really lucky because uh, by the time i did my first film like my first pay was not that bad like it was still okay considering that i had no experience and you know i got to do the stuff that i got to do on that film so but it definitely even now even now we still discuss and we still talk and i still call her up and ask her like you know this is what is happening what should i do is it good is not so i don't think that ever stops at least for me i mean i will definitely ask my sister first before doing anything so I'm, i've been very very lucky that way very lucky actually the reason i'm asking this question is also because it uh, like sadgi and i are very close and i think she's the first person i discuss money with as much as i do and it took me five, i've been working for 5 years and it took me 5 years to find that person which is crazy right yeah. like it shouldn't be that people should be more open little bit more open at least in the same department about money instead of being hush hush that's my opinion obviously it's not everybody's opinion but because there is this idea that oh you're getting the experience oh you're working in a you know creative field so it's okay to not and get paid struggle, which i that you struggle with. yeah 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 the romanticization of it but i think i think karuna do you think it's better now than it is it was before when you had started out because you had started around 2000 kab bani thi gangs of asip 2011 1984 thanks thanks uh 2011 yes yeah so it's almost been 10 years 10 years ago when you had started out be very different than how i started out like i think 2019 i graduated uh and then i i came to bombay and then the virus happened and yeah oh no oh no oh, yeah. <laughs> oh okay that was a very heartfelt oh no from both gori and yeah. no, i don't mind it i'm really happy <laughs> oh wow, that's cool. okay you're biding your time are you <laughs> <laughs> uh uh yeah it was it was it was very very um it was yeah it was it was very different when we started out um uh i also feel that um 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 keeping in mind uh, uh how expensive bombay is as a city uh, to survive in i think uh, a lot more producers are aware of that now and uh, therefore uh, you know uh, pay packages have become a lot better even if you are starting out um so um yeah i think it is it is it's better uh, but again like i i know of a lot of projects in which people get paid a pittance especially like if you start out as an intern and things uh, it's it's still not the salary you should be getting paid and i know a lot of projects that um uh, would prefer to hire interns to do the work for free as opposed to like paying them yeah. and things so yeah. yeah i i think that i i i think that there are certain um production houses within the industry that pay really well 
uh, but there are certain production houses within the industry that still say that uh, you're getting an opportunity to work yeah. with us and that in itself is an uh, is is you know that that's the in we are giving you so therefore we will not pay you that much then it, it then it hon- honestly yeah i know then it honestly- <laughs> looks so guilty of that she's like you are literally telling my story <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's true way. right it's true and oh, yeah. uh, and then and then unfortunately you have to then pick your battles um yeah yeah oh uh, uh, what i think has also uh, what i think has helped now is that um uh, uh, it's not only film and uh, uh, advertising anymore yeah. it's also the digital platform like your otts have come in and um uh, uh there are a lot more job prospects today yeah. So you can definitely pick and choose and you can transition from one format to the next much easier. Like uh, I, I remember when uh, I started working as an AD, I wanted to get into advertising just to also experience that aspect of um, um uh you know uh, filmmaking and work and things like that uh, it was very difficult for me because at that time it was ke are yaar tum to film ad ho to tumko to just in between projects karna hoga you won't be committed so then why should we give you the opportunity we'd rather give the opportunity to somebody who's going to stick to advertising and wants to make a future in advertising whereas now it is much easier for people to like you know if, if they if they find a script that that like they connect to then you do a long format and in between you do a couple of ads to like you know keep the rent going and things like that so it's it's far easier now for sure do you think is it it's because there are very less good ads now <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> Nikita. Why are you forcing me to say politically incorrect things? Huh? <laughs> Because lately, <laughs> I my mouth. <laughs> um, I do. I don't. I don't think uh, it's because uh, there are fewer good ads. I think that there is that much work. There is honestly that much work because, um, I mean. Um, there are people that are constantly crewing up uh, whether it comes to shows whether it comes to films whether it comes to ads uh, i mean when i mean even like 6 years ago yeah you would have to wait i have waited 6 months 8 yeah. months in between projects and and uh, before i got my next project i have done that uh, even after i was two or three projects down i have had to wait that long because they used there wasn't that much work Excel is something that everybody uh, yeah. 
predominantly uses uh, honestly speaking uh, i till date uh, am not uh, good at movie magic i'd be able to figure it out but i don't work on movie magic even when i schedule i schedule on excel so it, it's it's a very i don't know how personal, you do that i i love it uh, it's a personal thing it's about how comfortable you are with softwares um 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 i think uh, one of the most important skills um uh, and that is something you can train yourself is to be more observant uh be aware of things because that is where you're going to be able to you know the more the more you, more you pay attention the more yeah. you observe the more you um even like and that also boils down to how you take in a script you know even when you read a script the kind of things that will come to you as you are reading the script that that is an important uh, thing apart from that in terms of softwares and all i know that a lot of first ads work with movie magic um most of the other paperwork happens on excel a lot of people now use pages you know i mean it, that 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 then depends on the uh, team that you're working with yeah the team that you're working with if the first ad has any preferences or not um uh, most often as as long as you get the information out it really doesn't matter yeah. how you get it out the information should be uh, concise it should be clear and it should be understandable for everybody uh, and that's more important than the you know um, yeah. what what the information comes out on so um, yeah i i i do feel like uh, Although I I would like to say that if you enjoy making lists, it's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing I, for me. I love making yeah. lists. Oh yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> My entire work book work diary is filled with just lists. Every day there's a new list of work. You know. Yeah. I think yeah, the basic thing is just like uh, even though you don't know Excel or whatever, you know, again, like you just have to be a little alert. Yeah. So that. you know you know like explaining something to someone again and again and basically it's just like a little organized even though you don't know something as long as as an ad you're organized i think that just makes it easier for everyone in the team yeah i remember my first interview it was among on me him but he was like you need to know if you don't know i'm going to give you two weeks to learn photoshop and if you don't know i'm not going to give you the job i was like okay oh my god and i, I tried to learn photoshop and then eventually he didn't take me but it was okay but you know the thing is um um the thing is that the skill set for an advertising ad and a feature ad also varies yeah. slightly yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 i mean because of advertising this entire concept of referencing is now coming into the long format but uh, initially it was not there i mean you referenced yeah. where you watched films for treatment yeah. you yeah. watch an entire film and this is the treatment you want and and you know it, it was a lot more based on imagination uh, all these decks and lookbooks and things like that are, are, are from the advertising world that are now like is permeating mm. so I am a little on the fence when it comes to referencing yeah. because I yeah. feel like most often referencing becomes like such a, a, a it it yeah, yeah it becomes essentially you're like you're, you're replicating that yeah uh, yeah it it doesn't become like a broad baseline for what you want a lot of people end up replicating that and I feel like that is a little constrictive for the creative process uh, but it definitely helps if you are not able to. uh put your thought out um 
you know, like sometimes it's not easy to explain what is going on in your mind. So from that point of view, it's like, okay, this is the zone. But I also mm. feel like there is a little bit of downside to that because the zone yeah. ends up becoming yeah. it a lot of times. Yeah. yeah, which is most of the time here. People yeah. misuse it any way. Referencing is misused. <laughs> we know of a lot That's of sad. ads we look at on screen and I'm like ye to maine reference kiya tha ye tv pe aaj aa bhi gaya hai so sure. yeah for sure um i think moving ahead uh, i just want to ask this question the same question i think it's more to do with your personal art i watched kagaz ke phool in nfi in the big screen so i know what the, these films have done for me and you know what i think of gurudad so you guys think that the fact that you are, you come from such a family has influenced your decision of making uh, becoming directors or being in this department and also eventually the kind of stories that you write oh wow <laughs> that's a googly on us now <laughs> i mean that's a four part question so i <laughs> oh god now you're going to like dissect it and then four part answer and then people are going to do this <laughs> so no, honestly speaking um um the fact that we were going to be a part of the film industry was not predetermined since we were kids at all um, uh, my father especially uh, uh, really encouraged us when it came to academics um, although cinema has been discussed in our house uh, uh, and the love for cinema uh, uh, i think my father is a lot more responsible Yeah. uh then i would say even my grandfather because for us he was always our grandfather so i think even we discovered him as a filmmaker later in life yeah, yeah. uh that that's not really um uh, guided us into making this decision or into the way we think um uh, my father was um, an absolute cinephile um and we've grown up watching a lot of movies like he would do like five he would do five six movie marathons in a day Uh, practically on a daily basis so that is where we've developed our love uh, for cinema so um uh, that being said like uh, i i mean at least for me like i discovered my grandfather fairly late um uh, not only as a person even as a filmmaker and uh, uh, his personality is reflected a lot uh, in his films uh, and i am actually very different um as a person so um uh, although i aspire to his cinema uh, i don't know if it's naturally going to go in that direction because my voice is very different um if i'm finally getting into films then it should be because i really want to do it and not because my family has been doing it you know for years and it shouldn't be like a default thing it should be something that i really want to do so then that's why i did a bunch of other things and wasted a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> finally started doing films although i don't think theater would ever be a waste of time for me that was another like major yeah. major learning experience and i loved like every bit of the four years of theater that i did but uh, also like again like you know i mean my grandfather was who he was and a lot of his work came from his personal life and his experience about life and the way he looked at things and i think things are very different uh, for me and my sister now so our our voice and the way we would uh, you know make a film would be completely different completely yeah. different so uh, although uh, 
I mean, like, yeah, my father did help us, like, uh, getting, I think one of the main things is that we got introduced to world cinema very young. So, you know, we got to see, like, a lot more, like, dad, I think, showed me Rosemary's Baby when I was 12, and I freaked the hell out, and I was just like, <laughs> what? What is this? No! <laughs> he was just like, no, it's a really good film, and it's like this and that, and I was like, no! But, uh, yeah, I think my dad is more responsible for our film education that way than anyone else. Hmm. Um, I wanted to know what has been your wildest fuck up on set as of yet. I have not had a wild fuck up. Yeah, neither have I. It was just really funny. I mean, now it's funny. At that time when it happened, I was bawling my eyes out. But, (laughs) so basically... uh, I was doing this film and uh, I forgot <laughs> I forgot to give the actor the first day of shoot. <laughs> he didn't have it. So he didn't land up on shoot and we couldn't shoot like the whole day <laughs> wasted because I mean it was Abhay Deol so obviously he had other stuff to do. It wasn't like you know. So he he didn't come on the first day of shoot and obviously everybody was looking at me like how could you not? I mean there's a whole other story behind that but yeah. the main gist is that I didn't bloody hell give the actor yeah. first day. <laughs> wow. oh, that's my yeah that's my yeah biggest and grave fuck up that's gonna stay with you yeah <laughs> okay i've been yelled all of three times okay mm. so far in 10 years and all three times it wasn't my fault so it wasn't <laughs> a fuck up like once we were shooting in gangs of Vasipur, i remember we were shooting the uh, the climax action sequence for part two and um um uh, one of the actors uh, had already been gunned down and was not fully in frame, but was like on on a gravel floor, right? So I heard somebody yell that just get him a towel for his head so that he doesn't hurt his head. And I ran to base and by the time I came back, the shot had just rolled. So I ran into shot. Oh. So I got yelled at for that. <laughs> but like that kind of yelling, it's not like a fuck up, fuck up, you know, like I ran out before I did any damage and then the shot rolled and I got yelled at a little bit for that. Like it's that kind of thing. 